All right. Welcome to the 290 More Podcast. I appreciate your time. If you could, introduce yourself to my viewers and listeners. Well, thank you for having me. I'm Leisha Dior. Um, that's Leisha Dior underscore on Instagram, L-E-I-S-H-A-D-I-O-R underscore. Okay, okay. Um, appreciate you for coming on the show. Um, uh, I like to get to know the artists I'm talking to or whoever I'm talking to, and for the fans. Fans, come check you out. You know what I'm saying? They could get to know you a little bit. So if you could, uh, where you from, where you grew up? I'm from Chicago. I'm from out west, um, so I'm from around the area. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was your experience like out west? You know what I'm saying? Everybody have different experiences, some normal, some tragic, some um, – what was yours like? My experience growing up out west, I feel like I had the, the pretty much the basic Chicago experience, like, I mean, uh, basement parties. You know, we did a lot of a lot of stuff we had no business doing as teenagers. I had the basic Chicago experience. I went to alternative school, mm-hmm. so – I went to Banner West for a little minute. You went to Banner? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, and I was going to school up north, but then I ended up getting kicked out of there. And then I graduated out of CSW, which was like a little school inside of CCA right there on Roosevelt and Pulaski. Mm-hmm. So I had the basic out west experience pretty much. Well, what was your aspirations when you, you know what I'm saying, when they was like, you could be anything you want to be? What was, what was your aspirations to be growing up? Like a doctor, a lawyer, anything like that? No, I ain't never want to be no doctor, no lawyer. When I was a little kid, like a little, little kid, I wanted to be a veterinarian. But then when I got older, like anything past like maybe 16, 15, I'm going to say even earlier than maybe 14, it was always music. But, you know, life happened, so I had to take the back burner on that. Why was it music? What made you, you know what I'm saying, um, what was going on or who was talking to you? What was you doing that you like, I could, I could, I could fuck with the music, like put out my own shit? Well, I started making music when I was a teenager. I used to be just, like, freestyling around the neighborhood and stuff. So everybody who, like, following me now and supporting me now, they all knew I did music when I was younger mm-hmm. in high school. Then once I got older, I started having kids and stuff. I kind of put it to the back burner. But then it's like I'm going everywhere and everybody like, Leisha, what the music? Leisha, what the music? Leisha, what the music? That's what just really got me back up on it. Like, people start, I'm like, okay, I'm not even really... Focus on the music right now. Like, I know I'm good at it. I'm always writing, but I ain't really been dropping nothing. People kept asking for it, so I'm, mm. I've been dropping it, and it's been doing well. Mm-hmm. So um, who who are your influence? Like, who was you listening to, you know what I'm saying, before you started creating your own music? Like, who, who, who was hot to you? Influences. I'm going to say music influences. Maybe, like, in high school, definitely Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. That was her era. Current day, my biggest musical influence, okay, it's probably going to sound crazy even though our music not the same. Mm. I really like Lizzo. Like, mm. She really not my musical influence as far as lyrics, but like as far as work ethic and as far as career-wise, mm. Lizzo be killing it. Like, I feel like everybody, at least in the, like the pop, because my, my, my music... I got some music that's drill music, but I also got stuff that sound almost like pop rap. Like, it got, like, a more of a bounce to it. And, like, the way she just so versatile, and, like, I guess because I just saw her perform recently, mm-hmm. and the way she can bring out a crowd of everybody, that's what I aspire to be. Like, I want to be that artist that I don't want to just appear to, like, appeal to the hood. I want to appeal to a big mass audience. So, musical influence, definitely Lizzo for sure. Okay, okay. Um, talk to me about your creative process. Like, are, are you a writer? Are you freestyling? Are you punching in and out? Like, what what kind of creator are you? Mm, my creative process, 
most of the time I just lock in on myself. So it'd be different. Some days I just sit in my room, I put my phone on Do Not Disturb, and I just lock in for three, four hours. It don't really take me long to write a song. Like Rich Money, I wrote that the morning I recorded it. So mm. it don't usually take me that long. I put my phone on Do Not Disturb, maybe three, four hours. I come out with two, three songs uh, written, and then I just go record them. Or sometimes I just write half a song, and I finish them while I'm in the booth. Mm-hmm. So that's my creative process. That's dope. That's dope. Um, still talking about your creative process a little more. How do you go about um, picking out music? Do you just, you know what I'm saying, do you work with a certain producer? Do you just listen to beats till you find something you like? Like, how, how do you, how, what type of music do you? Well, I do have a producer that I work with. I use some of his beats, but then I do also just use beats off the uh, this beat app that I got on my phone. It be a sound I be looking for. I ain't going to lie to you. It's this sound that I be looking for. And my, my engineer at the studio just told me, he co- told me it's called EDM. So he like the sound is like EDM. It's almost like techno. Yeah, I'm familiar. And that's what I be looking for. Like I really like that techno sound. But putting rap over the top of it, which is not a lot of people doing that. Mm. Like I got some unreleased stuff coming that's in like a completely different mm. like lane mm-hmm. versus where I started. Like when I first dropped, well, Hit 'em Up wasn't my first song ever, but it was my first song like coming back, and that was me rapping over Tupac. And then it was me dropping my single Pressure, which got more of a drill feel to it. Mm. So this next music I got coming up is like giving like EDM house, mm. but with like that rap girl on top of it. So. I'm just looking to go in a different direction now. Mm-hmm. Well, you, when you doing these lane changing, you know what I'm saying, are you, is that consciously or are you just evolving as an artist and you, you find different things that you like or do you be like, I got to come different this time, I got to come different this time or is it just natural? It's definitely me evolving as an artist because I do like writing drill music. I like writing drill music, but I do understand that that's a very small lane and... I want to be open to a bigger lane. So when I start thinking about the music I'm writing, I be trying to write. When I sit down and I write and listen to beats, I be listening with the ear of everybody, like top 40 ear. Mm -hmm. So versus listening with that ear for like like how I normally write, I do a lot of covers too. So Mm -hmm. like, you know, any little Meek Mill covers or whatever. But I also like when I be looking for my newer beats, I be listening with, can I hear this on Power 92? Can I hear this on... uh, WGCI, can I hear it on the the white people stations? Like I want, so that's where my where I guess you can say my sound is evolving because I want to make music that everybody can you know get mm-hmm. into. Even though everybody like drill music too, but I'm saying I don't know. I'm thinking like if I had to compare myself to somebody, like I want to be like a Doja Cat. Mm-hmm. Like how you see how like that's a she a rap girl, but she in a whole different lane. So yeah, that's where my thought process be coming from. Okay. That that's dope that you, that you got your that you 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 got that you know what you got going on because a lot of artists don't really get too involved in the analytics you know what I'm saying and paying attention about other than putting out the music. Um, with you being an artist, do you ever feel like you gotta um, cater to a certain audience? Like, do you be like I gotta have a song for the summertime? I gotta have a song for Lakeshore Drive? I gotta have a song for the club? Or do you just put it together how it come out? Um, I do try to make music that's 
more fun. That's what I'm leaning towards now. I want my music to be fun. Mm. I want my music to make people dance. Like I said that Pressure was my last drill song. Like mm. it's my first and last. I'm not making no I like writing that type of music, but in the grand scheme, I really want people to have fun. So yeah, I'll be looking for summer songs. And I, I got other type of stuff that I write too and I don't even release it. Like I got love songs. I got all type of stuff. But mm -hmm. for me right now, it's the fun stuff. That's what the fans, like the people who do follow me, the little bitty fan base I got, they want to hear the fun stuff. They want to mm -hmm. dance. So that's pretty much the lane I'm going towards right now. What What's your overall opinion on, on, on the female drill rap scene, though? Because it seems like that's something that's getting more attention as of late. Oh, I was arguing with all the male rappers under the uh, Chicago Wave page about yeah. this. Because I feel like I like it. I'm going to stop doing it for my own reason just because I'm trying to, you know, veer off into a different lane. But I like it, and I feel like the males be giving the girls a hard time about doing drill and talking about they rapping about stuff they not really doing, and y'all rapping about stuff y'all doing. Y'all ain't <laughs> did, so y'all giving the girls a hard time. Oh, if somebody shoots y'all, y'all going to be, shut up. Yeah, so... I ain't figured out who. Got a got a one up on your homie, and you talking about the females? Come on, shut up. Let people make the music they want to make. I know I ain't supposed to be moving. So, no, you can move. You can, yeah, oh. whatever you but uh, but yeah, man. I I don't I don't I don't I don't see nothing wrong with females doing drill because you know what I'm saying. Just like the guys, they come from the same, and, and yep. they probably is doing. I know some females that you know what I'm saying. So it's it's, it's some females out here that's probably doing it ain't, drill. It ain't no you know what I'm saying. Nothing that's just restricted. Toward the men, so still talking about the female and male aspect. Just talk to me. How's your experience been? Just overall being a female in the male-dominated industry. Is that something you've been cool with? It's been weird. It's been uh, tricky situations. How, it, how, how's your experience been? Okay, so for me, being a female in a male-dominated industry, you definitely reach a lot of bumps, especially with the men being inappropriate. Mm -hmm. For me, that's been the only problem I've ever had. Like. Nothing too crazy. Like, some girls be saying, like, I'm just not no female that's out here, like, just doing anything anyway. So, as soon as you say something weird to me, I be out, like, because I don't, mm -hmm. mm. I don't know. They inappropriate, though. I'm going to oh. tell you that now. A lot of these, <sighs> you be trying to get a, a feature or work with some of these guys, and they say the most inappropriate stuff. I ain't mm -hmm. even going to say nobody's name, but I done had three incidents mm -hmm. with some pretty popular males in this industry that kind of came at me inappropriate. Mm -hmm. Does that does that like discourage you from like being a part of the industry or no? Because I'm going bypass still... them. Okay, okay. How? What's your support system like? Like, do you share your music with your with your friends, family, your children? Like, is it? Yeah, is it, my is kids it? love my music. Yeah. My kids love my music. My family, my friends, my family on the slow side a little bit. Nah, I'm lying. Because my mom, now, like, at least in our hood, people stop me and be like, oh, I heard that new song. Oh, I heard that new song. So my mama's starting to realize it's picking up. My mama actually had called me last week and was like, you know, she gave me a nice amount of money. It was like, put this towards your videos. Put this towards your studio time. That's love. So it was love. love. Like, my people really, they, they fuck with me, but... In the beginning, when you first, like like when I first started getting back to it, it's hard to get people to support you, especially when they don't see you being consistent. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you, anything you say you're going to do is always going to be doubters, naysayers. And until people see you actually making progress, then that's when I feel like the support started rolling in. So, the more I put out, the more supporters I'm gaining. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but for the most part, my people good. We had barbecues and stuff. They be playing my stuff over the speaker. So that's what's up. My people mess with me. I ain't gonna lie to you. As they should. That's dope. So talking to me about working with. You know what I'm saying? Other people, you know what I'm saying? Not just now we talked about the weird situations, but just overall, is that something you cool with? Something you have to get used to, you know what I'm saying? Just like other artists. Other artists, promoters, producers, you know what I'm saying? Is that something that you I haven't you worked with work with, with the same people? Do you you know? I haven't worked with that many other artists because I like to try to keep my keep my stuff to myself. But now that I'm starting to grow and people starting to know who I am. Other artists do reach out to me, um, or I might reach out to them if I think you dope. I gotta really think you dope to reach out to you though, because I don't really be working with too many people, mm-hmm. just because I just like the way I do things. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I be talking to I don't know if you know Shelly Banks. I be talking to her all the time. I just started talking to Brielle, uh, only one Brielle. Yeah, she. I had on. Uh, yeah, me and her. I just went to a uh, video shoot the other day, yeah, and she was wrong. yeah, I went to her Starlet. Uh, Banks. I'm not familiar. Me and her are supposed to be working on a song soon. So I got I'm actually getting acquainted with the females in the um in the rap industry here. Trying. We all trying to link up with each other and you know, just get things moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's dope. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? That that's one thing the city need, you know what I'm saying, is unity in a in a lot of different industries in the city, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of crab in the barrel situations, you know what I'm saying? People we hating on for no reason type shit other than they feel like they want up on them. What's your, what's the favorite thing about the whole process to you? You know what I'm saying? From writing to being in the studio to sharing music with your friends and family. What's the, what's the favorite, your favorite part of the whole process? My favorite part of the process is probably the, the studio. Because when I'm at home, I'm writing it. But it's different when I actually get in that booth. And like, I go in there and I, I have a mood in my head like, I hear a song, and it's probably going to sound crazy, but I have a mood in my head like I could feel a color. And my engineer, he got like, well, you know, you could change the colors of the lights. So whatever vibe is getting, I change them lights. Like if I'm making a sad song, I might turn the lights blue. It'd be pitch black dark with the blue lights. So or if I'm feeling happy, I might have it bright pink in there. And then I just get in my zone, like turn my phone on, do not disturb. So that's always my favorite part because when I'm at home, I can write four songs, and I'll be laying there like, yeah, this hot, this shit hot. And then I go in the studio, and I record something completely different. And I'm like, well, damn, you done outdid yourself. So for me, it's always the recording part. That's the most fun part. Okay. Uh, what's your least favorite part of everything? You had to take one thing out of out of the whole process, if you had to. If it's... My least favorite part about the music? Yeah. Uh, I want to say my least part about the music these days is... Everything being so expensive, just especially being an independent artist, you're doing everything by yourself. And everybody wants to get paid for every single thing. And I understand that money makes the world go round. But I mean, everybody want to get, you can't get shouted out on Instagram. You can't get nothing without $50 promo or $50 this. Everything is so expensive. So, you know, I make my budget to do it. But I'm just saying, that's my least favorite part is having to pay for every single little thing as an independent artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for real, for real. I, you definitely got to invest in yourself, though. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but uh, but it is like weird situations. Like I was talking to somebody and 
I know somebody who do podcasts like me, but they charge people. And like it's like the same setup and everything. I'm like, how you gonna charge somebody to ask them questions? You oh, they do. Because like, another podcast just told me that. They just told like, me 300. I feel like that's weird. Like I don't unless you like a like a off the porch or something that's but even then if you at a certain point you get paid for your content anyway. So I'm gonna get paid for the video regardless. But I'm I'm gonna charge you to ask you questions. Well, that's what they do. That's why I say everybody charge for every little thing, like I just, I don't know. If you want to be seen, you got to have that money behind you. Like, that's just what it is right now. So, I think that's probably my least favorite part. That it's less, these days, it's less about the music and more about how much you're spending mm. to get that audience in front of you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can go viral. A lot of people do go viral. Mm -hmm. But grand scheme is, is really the money. Mm -hmm. how, how did you gain that insight? Sometimes a lot of artists, you know what I'm saying, Ignore the fact that you sometimes they sometimes they try to go in their pure talent, you know what I'm saying, not knowing it or or caring that you have to invest in yourself. Where did you gain that knowledge? Is that something you gained on your own or somebody taught you? Mm -mm. It's just experience. Mm -hmm. Just me pushing my own music. Like I push my own music and I know that everybody wanna get paid from it. But I'm like really heavy into networking. So I guess if I could like give anybody advice it'd be to link in with the djs get to know the djs in your city get to know the promoters and stuff so for me that's how even though they be want to get paid too but versus what you might pay you know you might pay trying to promote your song you getting locked in with 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 the with the music scene in your city mm -hmm. so for me that's what i do i try to get to know all the djs get to know all the everybody who the somebody's i be in their dms Okay. Hey, you heard my new song? Yeah. Hey, I'm working on this project. Hey, mm. and that has gotten me a lot further. Mm. Just getting, getting to know the people in my city. I be writing the DJs from the gay clubs. Hey, check this song out. Let me know if you you like this. Mm. Networking For because sure. now my 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 name is fresh in they in they ear because mm -hmm. I'm putting it in they ear. But yeah, you definitely got to spend that money too because them DJs they gonna want you to hit their hand and stuff too. But sometimes you got to. Mm -hmm. Um. That's that's dope, cause I, I feel like that's a skill, you know what I'm saying? Cause I kinda like like I don't got no background in this. I kinda came from what I was doing before this to straight doing this. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? I'd be like socially awkward, you know what I'm saying? I don't necessarily know how to strike up a conversation or, you know what I'm saying, network with different people. And that's a skill too. So is that something that you also learned over time or is that something that, that somebody taught you? I always been a person that kinda knew how to advocate for myself. So You for speak me, well, you speak very yeah, well. Yeah, for me it's really like just me knowing how bad I want it and how 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 just figuring out how to go get it. That's for me what it is. How bad do you want it and what you gonna do to go get it? And I do anything, but I ain't selling no cat or nothing like that. So they can. So I be. You don't even understand these men. I be treat. No, I they ain't gonna show them. Then I be right. treating their ass. <laughs> don't play with me. I'm not one of them. I ain't doing nothing for no verse. I ain't doing nothing for no feature, for no videos. Nothing. I just go to work. I work two jobs to do this. So. Uh, you kind of touched on being an independent artist for a second real quick. If you don't mind, is is that something that you, you want to continue to be? Is that something you you looking for a major deal? Or have, have you ever been in a situation before and you was like, that's just not for me? What's, what's it like? I don't know. I'm just going with it. I'm, you know what? I'm just what, whatever God real got talented, for me. Real talented. Real talented. That's it. In a minute. I'm sure. Whatever God got for me, I'm on his time. So if he if he put a deal in my face... I'm going to take it. If I go viral, I'm going to take it. You know, I'm on his time. So for me, I don't know. I just know I know how to make the music. I know how to market myself. I know how to network. I know how to, I have met people and, and interacted with people that I would have never even met just off me marketing myself on Instagram. Mm. So 
I'm on God's time. If he want to put a deal in front of me, he going to put it in front of me. If not, I'm going to stay independent. I mean, okay. that's just pretty much what it is. Okay, so you got the music. Um, and I also noticed that you got social media presence. You know what I'm saying? Is that intentional? You was like, I'm going to start putting out, you know what I'm saying, content on social media? Or you feel like, you know what I'm saying, I'm just being myself and putting it out on social media? So I just be being myself. I ain't going to lie to you. Like, Everything you see on social media is probably me being my real, raw, authentic self. Mm-hmm. I think that these days everybody's too caught up in that, like that really Instagram girl look, that aesthetic. And I come on there, my genuine self. I be on there like, I be laughing, but people be laughing at my stuff, but I be on there. Sometimes my hair might not be done when I'm on there. Sometimes I might be on there looking like a 10. Some days I might be on there... And I and I got videos on there where I'm like, y'all just gonna get the real authentic me. You gonna get this gut. You gonna get whatever I'm looking like that day because. But that's what the people love. That's what they love about me. They love how authentic I come. So, I don't know. I just be posting the content because people like to see it. Like, and I be bored. I don't be doing nothing else. One of them though, you was dropping facts though. You when you was talking about the followers and stuff like that. Is, is that Ooh. something that you? That was that something that just grind your gears? You like I'm gonna speak on it, or you was just yes. like trying to spit knowledge, trying to. My biggest pet peeve is the fake followers, and it's a lot of people doing it. But some let me on. Sometimes you don't even have a choice. You don't even have a choice in the matter. Sometimes wow. I do an interview with some dude, right? I mm-hmm. probably got like, I probably got like. Is E, I probably got like 500 followers and probably like 300 followers on short. He got like half a million on short. I do something with him. He tagged me and shit. My shit get the ding, 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 ding. I'm thinking like my shit just going up because buddy on shorty. It is, but then so like my shit going up constantly for like three minutes just dinging. It's like a thousand followers. So now I started looking at the people. Ain't none of these people. Wow. That's that shit just killed me. I'm getting ready to make a post on everything on shorty. I be telling them, like, when I be telling people, do not be buying no followers, I don't be saying that, like, being no hater or none of that. When you buy fake followers, it mess up your algorithm. So, and I know how to tell when people be buying fake followers because I'm nosy. So, I'm going to go look through them followers. I'm going to scroll down, down, down. Oh, and when I see a bunch of trees and dogs as the profile pictures and Arabs and and, and Following three hundred people, no followers. On no sure. followers. We know you bought your followers, or you posting a a video or a picture, and you got eighty thousand followers, but your pictures only getting ten likes, or your pictures only getting thirty likes, or two hundred views. That math and that algorithm just don't make sense. Even though we know Instagram is proven, Instagram only shows your content. That's anybody to ten percent of your followers at any given time. So I don't know if you knew that. No, I, I be really know. studying the sure. content creating. Yeah. Instagram only I sh- fuck with the I study the YouTube part. But yeah, the, like see, the social I media, social I mean media. I'm I'm, I'm literate. The sure. algorithm will only show your content to ten percent of your followers mm-hmm. at a given time. So if eighty percent of your followers is fake, who is really seeing your content? Nobody. This is why they don't get no views. You go on their pages, they don't have a lot of, because they buy fake followers. And then why I, why I stress don't buy followers is because when you buy fake followers, Instagram recommends your content to people who are like your followers. So if you got 40,000 fake followers and Instagram is recommending your content to pages like your followers, you're getting recommended to fake pages. So you're not building up a fan base. You're not getting no actual engagement. Mm-hmm. This is why I always be saying Don't buy no followers I haven't bought no followers I just My growth is organic So I only got 6,000 followers And it's not a lot But like I said I only had I think 1,500 followers Six months ago mm-hmm. 
and I'm at 6,000 now. I just grow mass organic just by posting the content. They, them people going to come when they come. Just looking like you got a whole bunch of followers that's not really engaging, not supporting your music. I mean, it look better, but... It just looks. It's just an aesthetic. So that's why I be saying don't be buying no fake followers. What, what, what's your favorite form of uh, social media content to put out? Like, is it live videos? Is it the stories? Is it the... What's my favorite? Instagram? I love making reels. Mm. That's my favorite. I be at work making reels. I love me a good reel. I ain't really into TikTok like that. I'm in a, really into Instagram. I heard TikTok going up. I don't like TikTok. I be trying to I like, like, I like watching TikTok, but I don't like posting on TikTok. The first time I heard TikTok, it was like my daughter app. So I always looked at it for like, like kids, kids. You know what I'm saying? No, so, TikTok ain't really for kids no yeah, more. I see that on Shorty because I got grown men. You know what I'm saying? They be gangsters sharing TikToks. You know what I'm saying? Which for I don't sure. share my shit. So I say that to say this. Let me ask you this. Uh, when you when you blow up, cause you're gonna blow up, it's it's inevitable. Okay. Uh, are you paying attention to like the people who like don't support you? Like, is it gonna be like everybody like everybody allowed on the bus, or they gotta spit three bars to get on the bus? Um, for me right now, uh, I had to change the way I looked at it. So when I first started back putting out music, I would get upset like if people didn't support me, like if especially people I know because you know me. Why wouldn't you share my stuff? Why wouldn't you go listen to it? Why are you not advocating for me? But as I done got like more like, you know, versed and start putting out more music, um, I don't look at it like that no more. Like I always quote this, it's this this video I saw where Bia, they was interviewing Bia on this podcast. And she had said that I used to always get mad when people didn't share my music. Like, why you don't fuck with my stuff? And she said I had to stop focusing on who don't fuck with my music and fuck with who do. And then once I take off, come back around and pick the naysayers up later. Let them bandwagon later. We're going to come back around and scoop them up. If they don't believe now, they will. So that's how I look at it now. So I focus on paying attention to the people who do support my music and keep giving them what they're looking for. The people who don't, oh, well. Because every day I gain a new follower. Every day I gain a new listener. Um, a lot of my listeners, like when I check my Apple Music, a lot of my listeners not even in Chicago. I had to tell another female this recently. Stop focusing on if Chicago don't support you because Chicago is only such a small place. It's a big place because we here. But in the grand scheme of the entire world, Chicago is one place. And there's so many people waiting to hear what we got to offer somewhere else. So I just put it in my mind that if I can't get my own city to support me, I'm going to get everybody else's cities to support me. And then when I come back, I'll pick them up later. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's a small, big city. You bum them off. It's small, like, but it's big. Yeah. Just, yeah okay. Um. Let me let me ask let me if you don't mind me asking you uh you, we you kind of touched on having a, a couple jobs you know what I'm saying and then you hear some people be like you know what I'm saying you forget a job I'm, I'm chasing it this way that way um is, do you feel like um like having a career is something essential to 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 the process as well or do you feel like um it's a, it may be in the way of sometimes like sometimes you know what I'm saying I want to go to this show or stay up late and do this but I gotta go to work how do, how, do, how do you feel about that having a career the way I say it's in a way no it's not in a way but it is a little bit especially the job I got I work for the post office mm -hmm. so I'm at work a whole lot which do take away from the time that I would have to spend in the studio but me me I when I got stuff I need to do whether because I'm calling off mm -hmm. if I got I called off the others, I'm sure. I called off last Friday because I had a studio session 
Baby, I got this. This is my plan B. The post office is my plan B. So I'm working. This is my plan A. So I call off. Like, I'm not letting nothing get in. And if I got to, I go make it up somewhere else. Like, I work two jobs. So. Mm. Mm. Sure. Dope ass artist with two jobs. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you finding the time to make your way over here. So if you could, before you go, just talk to the people about what you got going on right now. If they look you up and check you out, what, what they going to find, what they going to, what vibe they going to catch. What I got going on right now. Uh, if y'all looking for me, I got a YouTube channel, Leisha Dior. My Instagram again is Leisha Dior underscore. I got more music coming out. I got collabs coming out. Me and Shelly Banks is working on an event for our West female artists. Um, we putting that together now. It's going to be in August. So y'all be looking out for that. It's going to be a networking event for all the females on the West Side to come together, get to know each other, collab. We're going to have some guest speakers. We're going to have... Uh, performance slots. We putting together something really nice for our West, so be looking out for that too. Okay, okay. Um, if you could too, just let the people know where they, where they can find and listen to the music, where they can get uh, following you on Instagram, where they can network if they want to. Well, I'm Leisha Dior on everything, so if you're looking for my music, you can look me up on Google, iTunes, Leisha Dior, uh, Spotify, I'm on everything. Every platform you're looking for, just type up Leisha Dior. Instagram, Leisha Dior underscore. All right, thank you for coming through. Enjoy the rest of your day.